there are no quiet places to make this introduction, so instead I'm going to make it quick. The gentleman we interview on this Circle Up podcast has been one of the most instrumental leaders that have contributed to the growth, the explosive growth and success that we've seen up to this point. Um, he did his men's weekend in 2005, and since then has gone on to really remedy all of the challenges that he faced in his romantic relationship. Um, now that he's in his second marriage, he's able to exemplify what it looks and feels like to be a successful husband. And we really break that down and crack that nut open, which fundamentally is if you bring your ego to your romantic relationship, to your committed relationship, it will not work. So I'm excited for him to share some of the stories and the lessons with you, whether you're in a committed relationship or not. This is going to transform, if you allow it, how you show up in your relationships moving forward. So I'm super proud and happy that I was able to get my good friend, John Pereira, on this episode of the show. I hope you love it as much as I do. And uh, if you see this, John, when you see this, John, thank you so much for all the work you've done and all the energy and heart you've contributed to making Circle Up successful. We really, truly would not be here today if it wasn't for you. And I love you for that, brother. I think sure. the best way for us to kick this show off is for you and I to do a check-in, John. Uh, we'll do name weekend sponsor where you're checking in at from one to 10. And then the check-in question is going to be who is a man in your life who has made a big impact on you and why? And I'll start us off. I'll do uh, Andrew's weekend was May, 2018. My sponsor is Paul Sobel. I'm checking in at a 10 and a man that's made a big impact on me. Uh, there's a lot, many, many, many. Uh, I would say because I'm writing a book right now, I'm writing actually a book to help us promote Circle Up Pereira, but uh, the more than more than a dozen times, Jim Rohn's name, as Jim Rohn said, X, Y, Z, um, you know, as Jim Rohn said, you can't change the destination of your life overnight, but you can change your direction. As Jim Rohn said, um, you don't pursue success, you attract success. As Jim Rohn said, Success is just a few simple disciplines practice every single day. Um, and failure is just a few simple errors in judgment every day. Like it just kept coming up over and over. And I didn't realize how big and how profound of an impact Jim Rohn was on my life until I started writing this book and it just came out. He's a personal development author, speaker. They called him the foremost business philosopher. So if you haven't heard of him, those of you listening to the show, I highly recommend you to check out Jim Rohn on YouTube. It's phenomenal stuff. Good. Uh, my name's Pereira. I did my week, my men's weekend in October, 2005. I'm also checking in at a 10, uh, you know, and have been a 10 for, for months and years. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you know, and, um, I think the man that I really attribute all my success to and is Justin Sterling, you know, um, uh, I did my weekend in 2005 and for the first couple of years, the Justin Sterling men's weekend for the first couple of years, I, I didn't agree with any of that. Like, you know, I, I just thought that it was a lot of BS and, and, um, and I actually left, um, the community and it wasn't until a few years later. So I'm going to say around 2010 that I got back in. Um, just because my sponsor asked me to come back to a team meeting and I started paying close attention to who I was, what I was doing and, and flashbacks of my weekend kept coming back and, and, and my relationships changed with my, especially with my, my children, you know, and, and it was, it was, it was, it was the greatest, um, feeling right to or the greatest sentiment i can say that i had and then you know understanding more of the weekend of and its technology just brought 
success in in every aspect of my life and and what what has truly amazed me was that this men's weekend uh, was first delivered way back in 1976 yeah it's for right. women too didn't it start off as a, a it started uh, it started off uh, as a women's uh, uh, weekend and the first group of men were actually invited by women and by the way, I know a man who was at the first men's weekend, right? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, because when he checks in, he says uh, his name, who's his sponsor? It's himself because. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up, dude. Yeah, I just I just showed up. like, uh, And yeah. And so, and, and what amazes me is that, Long, young men like yourself did it now in 2017 and 18 and and you know the the technology is has stayed the same so i believe that uh, you know as men none of us are unique we all have the same challenges and uh, and abilities and you know we just have to identify what are those things that we need to do to make our lives successful in all aspects. Yeah. With that, I'm complete. Appreciate the intro. There's, there's no shadow of doubt to me that, um, like you said, you don't get the men's weekend instantaneously. Your men's weekend really begins once you leave. It's your men's weekend beyond uh, walls. And I really feel like over the last couple years since I did my weekend, uh, Gabriel is my roommate, best friend. We did it together. I've just, I can't call myself a man before, you know, before I did it, there's just like, I was totally 100% a boy. I didn't take ownership of my life. I didn't take responsibility for my life. And I still have moments of being a boy and not being self-sufficient, but I've grown up so much and matured so much. It was such a coming of age for me. And that's why uh, for many reasons, I'm excited about circle up because it's going to give men an opportunity to, um, see for themselves if the men's weekend something that they want to do at least at the very least participate in the conversations we're having for self-improvement and growth and that's why i've got you on the show and as a uh, a way to kick this off i think it's appropriate to take the time while i've got you and i'm recording you know i can i can see i can see you face to face here how meaningful and impactful your presence you as a role model, you as a leader has been for Circle Up, for me, for the men in my life. I, I, had, the, uh, I had a really good weekend for Labor Day long weekend. You know them, Daniel Martinovic and uh, <laughs> Manan. Um, they were with Gabriel and I at this beach party that we went to and they couldn't stop sharing how happy and grateful they are for me bringing them in and for bringing men like you into their lives. They said they, they can't believe that you left their team because they miss you so much. <laughs> and you, you just made such a big, big difference for them. Uh, just for some, for some context for everybody, I sent an email to about 150 different people back in February of 2020 this year, right before Circle Up started. And it was basically, hey, this is a community for bridging the gap between men that have never heard about the men's weekend and men that have done the men's weekend and putting them on teams together so they could experience, you know, what it's like to have a men's team. And uh, I didn't get a single reply to that email except for you. And you just replied and said, circle up, I'm in. And it's so, it speaks volumes to your character and you being on purpose as a man, you're really one of the most dedicated and committed men that I know in this community. So prayer, I just want to thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for participating, for showing up 100%, for having no bullshit, holding these men to account and for being such a phenomenal role model because you really changed these men's lives. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm actually very honored for you to say as much as you have. And, and I believe that, uh, you know, uh, this is this has been my higher purpose is to ensure that you know I can give back to each and every one of you uh, what I believe was was the gift um, of the men's week and 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 the benefits that I've seen from it. Like uh, so, that's true. 
Okay. Yeah, you got it, man. Well, well deserved. Well yeah. deserved. Um, I, I'd like to kick this off with a provocative quote. You sent me your favorite quote is hope is like a rope. The more you ha- the- <laughs> hope is like a rope. The more you have, the easier it is to hang yourself. And this yeah. is a podcast about masculinity and mental health. Um, we talk a lot about suicide and that type of a journey. I know that's not what you're talking about. Um, can you explain what you mean by that? Hope is a rope. The more you have, the easier it is to hang yourself. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's actually really very simple, you know, when I think about it, um, is um, we're called to action or I am called to action um, in everything that I do, right? Now, but very often in communication or when I'm around men, you know, they say, I hope my relationship is going to get better or I hope my job is going to change or I hope that the children are going to be, um, you know, more responsive to what I'm doing. And, and that's when I bring up like, you know, this is uh, or the similarity to rope, right? Uh, hope is not going to change how things are, are happening in your day-to-day life and, and, and your activities. It's having a plan and executing a plan which is going to make that difference, right? You know, and and I know we're going to talk about it, but uh, it was like uh, with my first marriage, I, I did my men's weekend with the hope that it was going to get better. <laughs> that was, that was the, the whole plan. Like, you know, I'm going to do this men's weekend and, and everything is, I hope everything is going to get better. Yep. It, it did. It definitely did. Um, um, am I very happy that it, things turned out this way? Uh, no, I, I think that I would have liked to have found a way to save that uh, or, or not save or transition that union because we were 18 years married um, before wow. we were separated, right? And wow. 18 years and four children, right? So. Jeez, John, you were getting after it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but okay. no, um, yeah, so that's, that's where this, this, uh, thing about hope came. Actually, it was, it was a man that I did my men's weekend with that, uh, gave me this quote and said, yeah, you know, when this becomes, uh, the cornerstone of your, or your, of your belief system, you will change that word hope to, to stay in action and, and be more uh, productive. Got it. So it's about planning, execution, being in action rather than hoping and praying and (laughs) wishing, contemplating. Well, I I appreciate that. It was very provocative. So I wanted to kick things off with that. And you mentioned your marriage. So I think that's a great uh, transition. I had Steve Richman on this show and you two have that in common where you had a failed you know, you know, you could quote unquote failed marriage, um, that dissolved, um, you know, he did his men's weekend as well and tried to make things work. And so I was just wondering, can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, for the men that are, it doesn't matter if the men that are listening or the women that are listening are single or in a relationship, there's so much to learn from your experience in that relationship. Um, and what you feel that you could have done better. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, how you met, um, and then, and then what transpired from there? Why didn't things work out? So we met, uh, so I met my first wife. Um, well, actually, um, you know, if, if we go back the, just the way the communities were back then, um, we lived in the same area on the same street kind of thing. And my dad actually gave her dad his first job. Right. So, so there was that, that interaction. And then of course our parents knew each other and stuff like that. Uh, but that wasn't, it wasn't like uh, anything like what you hear about, like the arranged marriages and stuff like that. And um, the unfortunate uh, thing was that um, I think her dad definitely didn't want anyone of, um, you know, the, 
the the sailing background or the ocean or the navigational background to get involved with his daughter and he couldn't stop it when it when it did happen so we mm -hmm. got together yeah it was it um it was uh we got together and and then of course uh, one thing led to another and we got married um you know and and then and then the children came right it was you know you married young started having children we had uh, two kids very quickly uh and then because of the what i'm going to say the career choice that I had, uh, which wasn't conducive to being at home, we moved to Canada and we had two more kids. Uh, but all along, you know, almost 80 or 90% of the things that I was doing was destroying the marriage. And the things you were doing the things that I was doing. I was very selfish. Right? It was all about me. I had to earn the money. I had to do this. You have to stay home. You have to look out the children. You have to, you know, and, and it was, it was a, a misconceived um, role of masculinity. That's, that's really what it was. And you know, and um, I mean, today when I look back, I am so grateful to her for for having stuck it out with me, right? I mean, um, <laughs> no one should. I, if I knew now what uh, what I what, if I knew then what I knew now, whatever that that is, you know. Yeah. I would never have married myself. That's how, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how, you know, it was like, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and, and the greatest gift that she has brought to, to me is these, my four adult children, right? You know, and, uh, and how can I be anything else but grateful to her today? Sure. So, um, yeah. And it was the way I conducted myself, the way, you know, that I demanded, things happen, you know, um, and I don't believe there was anything that I, I did right. You know, I mean, yeah, my, my family says you provided a space, right? As, uh, you know, uh, is that what a union is to provide a space? No, mm. uh, you know, and 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 yeah and and i guess by 2004 or 2003 she she'd asked me for a separation and my reaction to that like was like what what the fuck is wrong with you yeah are you kidding was, me are you fucking like was, kidding me yeah i felt like, like it was a slap in the face out of nowhere yeah you know i've worked so hard all my life we've got we've got uh, we've been together for 18 years we've got these children and now you want a separation yeah. What are you? Meanwhile, you're a total jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, are you like out of your mind? Where are you going? What, what's out there that's more appealing than what we have? Yeah. You want to hear the stupidity of it all? We were at church, right? Because we used to go to church every Sunday. We were at church one Sunday. This is, I'm going to say, uh, 2003 when she did ask me, and the priest there had said, you know, we're looking for young couples to speak to, um, or we're looking for couples to speak to young couples that are planning to get married and settle down. And after church, I said to my, my wife at that time, you know, we should volunteer. We're a successful couple. We should, we should go and let these couples know how to make their lives work. How oblivious of you, John. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, and, I, and I'm sure she must have looked at me and said, like, what the fuck is he thinking? <laughs> you know, it was like, it was, it, you know, when I think about it now and, and you know, and, and I actually, yes, the, the, our relationship has changed so much in these years that I can talk to her about this and we both have a good laugh, right? You know, mm -hmm. that, 
yeah that's how 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 bad it is how bad it was one of the things that i do want to talk about is you've you've changed so much you've taken ownership of your life mm -hmm. um, so much to the point where you have actually a relationship with her and your and your kids so, but before we go there i think there's such a huge lesson to be learned a lot of people talk about the timing is never perfect to do something like as an example the timing is never right to have kids or the timing is never right to get married or the timing is never right to get into a relationship and i think that from what we've learned in our experience with masculinity and the men's weekend they're actually not necessarily a perfect time but there is a better time than uh than many others to to be in a committed relationship and so like as an example becoming qualified to be in sure. a relationship being a self-sufficient man, knowing you can take care of yourself, not needing to be mothered, knowing who you are, um, all of those things should be prerequisites before we try to worry about um, being in a committed relationship with a woman. And so I'm just wondering, you know, do you ever feel like if you, you know, if you look back at John Pereira who got married to his wife, do you think you were really ready for that? No, not at all. No, but you know, the, the, there definitely was some aspects that, uh, um, I could say I was I, I I was working towards, but there were definitely things that that uh, no, I was not not qualified at all. Right? Um, what are the things to me is that uh, which I think really happened after my men's weekend was being proud of who I am. Right, you know, identifying or being clear about who I am and and accepting who I am. Right, you know, the I think the 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 biggest challenge that that we have as men is that somewhere along the line we we get a a, a misconception about who we are and who we should be, and we start living in that false sense of uh, of reality. Right, um, in my case. Like, I believe that um, I gave up my career of choice, you know, to travel to Canada. And that was like completely about, you know, um, completely against about who I was. I mean, I, I had picked a career and I was doing exceptionally well. And had I seen that through, I, it definitely would have helped me, you know, stay on track here. Uh, and because I gave up that career, I think when when we did move to Canada, there was a sense of a sense of resentment, right? Which, which you know, and 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 as a man, instead of uh, addressing some of that, I would use um, underhand ways to make her feel, you know, responsible for this that I was going through. Yeah, you're right. playing the victim game. That's right. You know, being the victim. And so I was rude. I was mean. I was like, you know, make remarks that were um, degrading. Right. And you know, sound like a dick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it was it was just my way of of uh, retaliating for mm. because you made me give up my career. No, yeah, she that's didn't. That's the story you told yourself. That's right. That was just the. Uh, the story that I, I wanted to believe or, you know, that became um, the center of my existence. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a dangerous place to live in and you can see how the, the symptoms of that would be, you know, struggle, um, challenge, arguments, um, you know, her resenting you eventually, right? And then the relationship not working out. So one other thing I want to point out about this relationship prior to talking about um, your current relationship and how you've changed as a man, what you learned from your men's week and who you're being today that allows you to be successful because a lot of people listening are, are you know, do want to make their relationships work. They want to be better men. Um, you know, talking about you and who you're being today will help women that are listening to the show identify the qualities in a man that they should be looking for. And so the one last thing I'm curious about is why do you think men, um, you know, whether it's they're rushing it or they're forcing it, what do you think it is about, um, you know, men who aren't prepared to be in a relationship that, that end up getting in that relationship? It's their ego, right? The, uh, 
the a man's ego uh, pretty much dictates of of who he's going to be and what he's going to be or what he should be and 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 the saddest part is that if you are not a master of your ego then you know when the ego says that you need to be right you're going to find a way to be right anything you got to do <laughs> yeah right you know and um i think the one thing that uh, uh i think justin serling said is that there is no place for an ego in in the relationship right in a in a in a long term committed relationship mm -hmm. there is no place for that and i think over the years um it's probably one of the most difficult things for me to do but i have been able to um master that and and that's why i attribute the success that i see today in my current relationship and and with uh, with my ex so yeah i think i think that's a to valuable transition for those that are listening that are thinking to themselves i don't know if my ego's engaged i don't know when it engages maybe it's holding me back i'm not sure um, you know that's why circle up exists that's why we create communities for men to come together to be a mirror for each other right i learn from Pereira and how he shows up in his life. He learns from how I show up in my life. And then I get to call myself out in front of him and he gets to call um, me out as well based off who I say I want to be versus how I'm showing up. So that's, that's why the, the circle exists. So you can get your ego in check. So if you feel like you, it's something you're, you're not sure whether or not it's manifesting in your relationship, come, come hang out with us, come have a conversation with us. Uh, we'll let you know. Um, you mentioned that ego kills relationships. And that sounds like it's what happened in that first relationship. What changed about who you're being as a man so that you're successful today in your relationship? Um, you have a great relationship with your, your adult children. Like you said, you have a four-year-old son today, which, you know, I'm sure that's make, keeping you youthful. I'm sure that's yeah. its own, its own adventure. You get a, a second go at, at being a father. I'd love to talk about that, but what's really changed about who you're being as a man and how you're showing up in a relationship so that the men that are listening, so that I can continue to to work on who I'm being and be successful. So actually, while you were asking me this question, I, I thought of a really good example that happened. Um, you know, I mean, in in the middle of summer, right? um, I was in the backyard. Um, I'm just doing a fence, right, Re replacing a, a fence on my own, and and. You know, it's not easy work, not something that I do every day, but here I had taken on this thing and it was around um, four o'clock in the afternoon and I just finished putting all my tools away. Uh, I walked into uh, the living room and, and then into the kitchen. I went to wash my hands in the kitchen sink, right? And and my wife said, um, you shouldn't wash your hands there, you know, because you splash water everywhere. Why don't you go into the laundry room and clean up? I was looking at the, at the sink and I could feel my ego just start rising up and, and wants to be right. About, well, you know, yeah. Like, you know, what? remind her, tell her about look outside the window and see all the work that I've done. And this is the way you're going to, you're going to talk to me and stuff like that. And in two seconds and I turned around and I said to her, you know, honey, you're right. Right. And, and I went to the kitchen, I cleaned up, she came back, she hugged me and gave me a kiss and, you know, do you want a cup of tea or do you want to uh, or have some supper? And it was like, what more could I ask for? You know, it was like, what more? Here was a woman that was a very appreciative of, you know, me taking care of her and, and not making a, a bigger mess in the kitchen, you know, providing the fence and then, and, and not, uh, you know, uh, making anything about what her redirection was in, 
in the app in, in at that time. And so, and, uh, you know, similarly, I think there have been instances where I can, I can turn on a dime, you know, and, and of course, I guess the, the, the fear is that I may not be always so successful, right? You know, but uh, I think staying, staying focused and, and, and again, not having that, that word hope jump in, right? Yeah. Uh, knowing that there's always going to, there is a, a plan of action, right? Uh, the success of the relationship depends on me keeping my my ego out of the, this relationship, right? And 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 the ego has to show up like where I work and and, and everywhere else where you know where where it demands me to be competitive and successful. Okay, I, I really love that you brought that up because the differentiation is is that it's not that the ego has no utility doesn't mean it doesn't have any purpose. There's a time and place for it. So in your, in the pursuit of you being a successful man, you having a competitive spirit, getting your ego engaged a little bit is actually really useful for you. You know, it can go overboard for sure. Um, however, what you're saying is, is in your relationship, there's really no room for it. And absolutely no room for right? Uh, I, absolutely no room. I think in, in the relationship, I need to uh, just identify or clearly have her recognize who I am and, and, and the qualities that I possess and, and the qualities that I don't, right? So, um, you know, if there's things that, I, that I'm capable of uh, and things that I, um, you know, like I enjoy being with my, my adult children. So, and she's very well, aware of these things, you know, so she encourages that and encourages them coming over and, you know, and being, um, being us, us existing as a family, right, you know, and rather than keeping them away or finding ways for them not to be around, right, and this, again, I love being around them, so, you know, she, she definitely encourages that, so that's, yeah. I, from, from my perspective and those that are listening from the viewpoint of doing their, they've done their men's weekend before, they would know that what you're describing is having terms, right? And right. for the, for the people that haven't heard of what terms are, it just means it's, it's who John, it's who John is. And John's That's a man who cares about his adult children and wants them in his life. And so when it comes to the sink, right, it doesn't make sense to engage your ego around which sink he should use it's like yeah you know what if you if you think it's better if i use the other sink let me go use the other let me go use the other sink but if you're getting in the way and trying to prevent me from spending time with my adult children because that's who i want to be as a man then that would be a place where you'd have to put your foot down that's right yeah yeah exactly i think that's such a great differentiation because because um you know you know i i basically heard you should compromise and and compromise on everything except your terms the things that make you who you are as a man um the, and, uh, the correct uh, the correct is with cooperate right cooperate. cooperate with her cooperate with her you know to you know to manage or to have a successful relationship without uh, compromising who, who you are. are and and remember uh, you know who, remember who you are. You're, we're not assholes. We're not uh, dicks by nature, right? When, so don't don't let that become, uh, or don't let that become your belief system. That yeah, you know what? I need to watch the TV. I need to watch sports every Sunday at seven p.m. or whatever. That would you know that you can if you want, but you yeah, don't have to be that way. That's right. You know, so don't make that uh, like you know your well, again, if, if, if you believe that that's going to work to, or find a way to um, ensure that it doesn't uh, violate any of, you know, the, the arrangements in the house or in, in the relationship. 
Got it. Well, I appreciate the, the very clear, vivid example. Some people listening may say, you know, that's kind of trivial. You know, he was using a sink, but it's like situations, those tiny situations like that can come up when you're living with someone Correct. hour by hour, minute by minute, you know, so it's going to happen all the time. And checking your ego at the door, not letting it show up in that space is going to make um, the person that you're in a romantic partnership with a committed relationship feel honored and safe and trusted. Yep. Great, John. I really appreciate the, the example. I know um, based off everything I've heard that uh, you are a, you know, a strong partner and a strong father. I mean, if you're showing up half as well as you are inside of circle up inside this men community for your son, then I know that he is going to be um, either a complete, uh, he's going to, He's going to suck or he's going to be amazing because he's going to either rebe rebel against your example or he's going to live up, live up to, the, live up to the, the hype. So let me ask you one thing about being a father before we move on because I, I don't feel like I'm close to that at all. I feel so far away from that. Uh, it's something I aspire towards, being a good example for children, not being a father right now. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. So you're, you're a father. How do you see your role for your, for your son or for your children? Uh, you know, um, again, there, there's there's distinct roles, like because I have uh, three boys and two girls, right? You know, so uh, you know, of course, uh, listen. Some of the ways that I conducted myself earlier on has definitely left um, a mark on my four adult children, so I, and I cannot go back and change any of that past, right? That's 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 what reality is that you cannot go back and change the past but you can definitely change everything that you're doing today so that it becomes evident of your your direction you know and uh so much so you know i mean like now with uh, with my adult children we were they just celebrated their birthdays so we were we were uh, all with them I mean, my wife, uh, Taj, and and we went out on, on these tall ships in, and my daughter is like, you know, um, that's my eldest daughter is 28, and, and the other one's 27, uh, 24. You know, they both said to me, I hope you stay around so that you can be a granddad to our children, you know, and it was, it was like, you know, um, I said, you know what, you, you're going to have find, you're going to have to find ways to get rid of me because, uh -huh. if, yeah, you know, I think uh, I'm, I'm waiting for, for this opportunity, like, you know, to, to give you back, to give you guys back some of the years that I, I, I really didn't function, uh, well, you know, and and today now with the four and a half, uh, almost five year old, you know, um, what Justin says is that uh, um, the mother's job is to ensure that the child doesn't get hurt, right? And the father's job is to ensure that the child doesn't get hurt too severely. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so, you know, so, uh, you know, and we have our own ways uh, of parenting and ensuring that, uh, you know, I encourage him to do things that, um, you know, she wouldn't like climb trees and sure. Yeah. And he may scrape his leg, but you know, that's right. You know, he'll and okay. he'll be okay. He'll make it. You know. Yeah. So, so there's definitely that, and and uh, and she knows, and, and I know, is that if there's any discipline, disciplinary actions that need to be taken, if she's doing something, I don't. In the past, I would get involved and say, "Why are you saying that? Why are you correcting them like that? Why are you doing this?" No, that's that's her relationship with him, and it's the same. Uh, the same respect and honor that she has for me when when I'm um, 
with this young fellow, this young four-year-old and trying to get him to have his supper, whatever that, that looks like, you know. And so we're very clear in our, uh, in our roles and without it becoming a conflict, right? Yeah. Well, I appreciate appreciate that, John. Trying to don't let him don't let him get hurt too much, and yeah. I and I'm sure yep. I'm sure he's a he's a very lucky lucky kid yeah. to have you yeah. as a dad. Um, I just want to ask you one other thing, and then we're gonna transition to circle up, talk a little bit about the programs. I know you're running a new team starting September 14th, so excited to plug that. Uh, just like, why do you care so much about self improvement, about becoming the man you've always wanted to be? Like, what what drives you to to want to do that? Uh, you know the uh, to me the 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 responsibility that I have as a man right it's uh you know the responsibility that I need to ensure like the safety the success of of the of the men around me you know the the children that are that that are being impacted from you know uh uh, men that are are not uh, uh, whether they be abusive or neglecting uh, neglecting their, their children, right? You know, and I think that that's it's you know anyone can after a certain age have a kid, right? You know, uh, it takes the this the stupidity of not being safe, and and then you have children and 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 you hear of so many families that have just fallen apart and and constantly falling apart. Like, you know, even, you know, uh, grown men in their 40s that are walking away from families and children and, and wives. Uh, the devastation and the impact that, that that's creating, uh, this is, oh, uh, By doing what I'm doing, I'm. Is the process slowing down? I certainly hope so. And I mean, the impact that that I have on these men that come through the circular program, you know, when they realize that they have the potential, as men, we have the potential to create this this absolutely phenomenal society, right? If we can just recognize uh, what we are capable of doing and how we are capable of doing it. Yeah. That's right. To me, you seem fully committed and it inspires me. You seem, you seem totally committed to being a better man, uh, to having integrity, to having honor, to being a good example, and couldn't be more happy and excited that you're one of the leaders of Circle Up. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, these guys, these guys just rave about you, man. Um, and so what I'm wondering to start us off is in your own words, how would you describe circle up? What is that to you? Um, you know, when I got involved with it, uh, the first thing that I, I kind of struggled with was that these men are like in the, uh, late twenties and, and here I am in my early sixties how the fuck are they going to even connect the dots? Like, you know, it's a complete different uh, age group and, and lifestyle. And, but uh, the, in, in, in our very first meeting, uh, uh, you know, some of the conversations that came up, you know, uh, the struggles that they, that they are going through, right. You know, being accepted by, by women or being, um, yeah, enjoying the company of women and, and, what are the outlooks, right? Um, when I offered them some of the the tools and 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 the ways of being, uh, you know, we kind of, yeah, we're you know we're similar in that regard. So, you know, let's look at where this can go and you know the challenges that they that these men have, or or these men have with their careers, jobs, and and stuff like that. And, and identifying, you know, what what's going to propel them into into the future was uh, uh, what I found really beneficial from 
uh, being in their lives through the circular program. You know? uh, and I think that that's, you know, very often some of the conversations um, is a cover-up, right? Is a cover-up for um, what they truly want and bullshit, so to speak. Yeah, you know, and and then when you when you call them out on their bullshit, you know, there's there's one of two reactions. The the one reaction is their ego, which yep. will which needs to be right, and and then if if their ego needs to be right, then I have to be wrong, right? And and I've seen it happen in the past where, you know, you know, all I can do is caution them and say, listen, you stay on this path, you are going to self-destruct, mm. you know? Um, but it's really simple right now for you to identify the, how you can course correct and, and the benefit that you're going to experience from, from this course correction will be more than astronomical and you know and some of these men uh, they just look at it like uh, yep I think it's easier for me to course correct now than to stay doing what I'm doing so that's where the circle up I think is is a great uh, initiation into uh, you know engaging these men in becoming better versions of themselves yeah, one thing I was nervous about when we started Circle Up is that because these men haven't done the same training that we have in terms of uh, you know just doing our men's weekend, they haven't done the men's weekend. But bringing them together, regardless, I thought that you know there would be an element of not really giving a shit about each other, you know, just like just showing up and you know just seeing what I can get. I was totally, I was totally wrong these men showed up and they care about each other and they're investing in each other. And it feels like a brotherhood to me. Do you get the same, the same exactly. feeling? Yeah. You know, you see the, 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 the care that's exhibited between from a man to a man is, is different than the, the care that's exhibited between a man and a woman. Right. You know, and I, I think the, the circle up in all of, like even the the men's weekend is really about bringing men together that are not in com not competing against each other you know so it's not about competing against each other so it's more about what can i do to ensure another man's success mm. because just as much as i'm prepared to bring to him qualities and direction for his success, he's going to bring the same back for me, right? And I think that that's the distinction in, in all of this work. And, and yeah, having done your men's weekend, you know, we have greater depth in that, in those, in that deliverance of care, right? But, yeah. you know, but when, when these new men were in the process of, of, of instilling in them that, you know, the, the one quality that you need to have to, to develop is a care for another man. You know, uh, you know we do exercises to ensure that they, they, they are listening and can actually be aware of what a man is saying and, you know, what he's covering up. And, and a man is always covering up his pain, right? You know, so, uh, by allowing a man to know that he's in a safe environment and let us know what what's happening, you know, whatever that may be, you know, uh, being non-judgmental, right? Because who amongst us is like a saint? And I don't, yeah. I don't think any of us are. Other than me, very few, very few. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, no, I, but I just have for... to tell <laughs> What you shared with me before we started this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that the, you're right, John. The truth's enough. Uh, the truth is, I'm screwed up. I'm screwed up, and I'm working on it. Just yep. like a, just like we all are. You know, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. It's like this 
is a space where we can come, we can talk about what's really happening in our lives and we can have the support of, of the men around us. And, and if we come with our ego, we're going to give them bullshit and a reason, you know, this is the reason why it's not going our way, which is not the reason why it's not going their way. And the more you get to know a man and the more a man cares about you and the stronger the leader they are, the easier it's going to be for them to say, hey, Jonathan, I don't know if that's actually the issue that you're experiencing what's actually going on and then i can be oh well and there's a there's a real opportunity for me to get down to the bottom of what what's holding me back what my barriers are Um, it is it is a safe space and it is in a competitive environment which means you don't need your ego you can tell me what's actually going on in your life and i genuinely care because here's here's the reason why i think this works so well if you get better Pereira, i get better oh a hundred percent right a hundred percent. You know, when I see you succeed, and you know, and, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, we've 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 achieved this uh, uh, together, right? You know, you know, and 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 that's the 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 benefit of it all. Like, you know. yeah. Thanks for continuing to invest in this community. You have a team starting in September 14th, so we'll do whatever we can. Actually, it's the introduction. You have nine slots available. Um, we're going to do everything we can to put men in that room. There's men in my life that I know would be touched by your leadership, by you being a role model for them. So I'm going to do whatever I can to get them in there because if they're hanging out with you, it means that when they come back and hang out with me, they're going to be stronger communicators, stronger leaders, taking ownership of what's going on in their lives and, and, and uh, in a better place to call me out for all my crap. So I'm look, looking forward to that. Anything else you want to say? Um, you know, last minute, last minute words for anybody that's listening, looking for some light in their life, looking for some inspiration in their life, looking for some truth in their life. Yeah, to to all the men that 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 listen to this, it's it's going to be the most challenging thing for you to keep your ego out of your relationship. But if you want to see it really flourish, that's all you need to do. Right? It's as simple as that. And to all the women that that do listen to this this podcast is you know underneath his ego this man that you're with is absolutely brilliant and is prepared to do just about anything it just needs him requires him to 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 get on board with you know what he's capable of Great, man. I was going to say, send him to us, but if he's got his ego engaged, he probably doesn't want to hang out with us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Anyway, do whatever you can to to get him out here. Pereira, thanks for your time. Thanks for being a leader uh, in my life, and thanks for being a good friend, man. Take care, man. Thank you. Ciao for now, man. All right.